That was some sound garden. We are your sports garden of knowledge here at episode 20 of We're Not Saying, We're Just Saying. I'm your host, Mr. Holla at your boy, JJ McLash. Across from me, playing the tunes, as always, you already know, is Mr. Podcast Poppy himself, Mr. Ian King. Kanger, how you doing today, buddy? Not too bad, JJ. How are you? I am doing swell, my friend. I can't believe I just used the word swell, but here <laughs> we are. So uh, today's date is Wednesday, February 26, 2020, uh, episode number 20 of the cast. Uh, Kinger, 20. That's, uh, I mean, we're we're here, my friend, we're here. Uh, (laughs) Speaking of which, here, here in our recording studio on Portage, we have no upgrades yet, but my friend Kinger, uh, I have yet to ask you, uh, how did the uh, Lotto Tree winning go? Are we getting a new studio for the podcast? Not even kind of close. Oh my gosh. So (laughs) how many, did you scratch them all like the next morning or what? Um, No. When did I do it? No, just probably Sunday afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. For uh, those of you listening, uh, King and I were at a social on the weekend, uh, to which he is in the wedding party. Congrats, Justin and Carmen. Uh, King went great. Uh, great social. Great, social um, great venue. Loud. Uh, but music was good. Music was good. Mm-hmm. And Kinger takes home the lotto tree, which Abby was not happy about. <laughs> but I can tell her that it's nothing to be too upset about. Uh, $26. Oh. Yeah. And uh, what, bought a $40, $60 prize pack? Yes. Okay. Hey, it's all about the support. Exactly. So it's all good, uh, but no new recording studio for the boys. No, no. Dang it. We were we fingers crossed. <laughs> we hugged it out at the at the social. We were like, it's gonna happen. Uh, so, uh, to, like I said, uh, today's date February twenty sixth. Next one gonna come uh, in two weeks time. But today we've got all of our uh, up or all of our recent sports news. Today we're gonna start off with the NBA. Uh, the NBA had its All Star weekend almost two weekends ago now. And uh, it's a really fun uh, weekend to recap. Uh, of course, on Friday, they have the god-awful NBA celebrity game, uh, which uh, they don't even televise because it's poop. And then uh, there was the sophomore rookie challenge, a.k.a. Team World versus Team USA. Uh, confident, I'm pretty confident Team USA took that one. Yeah, I think they walked away with it. Yeah, so uh, the next night was the uh, All-Star Saturday night, which uh, I actually watched in its entirety. I can't believe I didn't think I would. So, King, we uh, to go back off of our predictions from last episode, the uh, Taco Bell Skills Challenge was won by Bam Adebayo. In fact, what used to be a point guard exclusive challenge was now is now pretty much won by Biggs. Um, in the final two, or sorry, out of the final four, three of them were power forwards or centers. Mm-hmm. Interesting how the game's evolving like that. But yeah, Bam Adebayo, he's hit, I don't even think he's attempted like five threes in his career. I don't, I hit, don't think so, no. Hit three of them to win, and uh, good good for him. No problem. So with that being said, uh, then we moved on from the skills challenge uh, to the three-point uh, competition, to which I think that they've made slight adjustments, and by slight, I mean they've added a a Mountain Dew uh, spot to shoot from, so it's always been the five around the arc. That was pretty cool. I mean, if you make two of those, my God, you're going to walk away with it. That's six points. So, Or, sorry, 12 points, because there's six each. Mm -hmm. No, maybe maybe it's three each. You're right. No, it's three each. It's just like a money ball, Yeah, it's a money. Yeah, so, and now they're also letting the uh, players choose which rack they want to have be their entire money ball Mm -hmm. rack. Uh, I didn't know of all these changes going in. I was watching it. Like, what the heck's going on here? <laughs> so, many, so many different strategies. Uh, my favorite, Trey Young, I think finished last or second, third last. He was not on that day. I can't recall who I picked on that one. Uh, honestly, I don't even think you... I don't, I don't think I made, I don't I made a pick. I don't believe you made a pick, no. 
I may have just piggybacked on your Trey Young because I thought you were so confident. I was. <laughs> and to be frank, I still think that he's going to win one eventually. Mm-hmm. But your first one, you got to get used to it. It's it's a bunch of shots just over and over and over and over. And, like, I, I get it how there's some fatigue involved. Um, but uh, what's his name? Devontae Graham from the uh, the Charlotte Hornets airballed and then hit the side of the backboard on his first two shots. You I could tell see that. He was so nervous. <laughs> Poor guy. So that's, Knees were knocking. Yeah, that, that's tough. Uh, also tough, Buddy Heald takes that one. He had two really good, strong rounds. A sharpshooter from the Sacramento Kings, the one irrelevant team in California. <laughs> Sometimes you forget they're even there. Yeah. Really, like really though, and especially when the Warriors come bring back their superstars next year mm-hmm. after yeah, injuries. Sure. So now, on to some controversy, Kinger, because I mean, what's NBA All Star Weekend without a little bit of controversy? That's definitely what it's for. Aaron Gordon and Derek Jones Jr. showed out in the dunk competition. I would not say it's better than the one in Toronto with Levine and Gordon. No, but I even got to say we were talking a lot of smack about Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard's first dunk a.k.a. a Kobe tribute. By the way, found out later that Kobe was actually supposed to be involved with that dunk. Oh, that's, that's sad. Yeah, so that's how he did the Statue of Liberty. Uh, for those of you who don't know what that is, look it up. It's actually pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Other than that one dunk, he didn't really do much of anything. Uh, Pat Connaughton, white guy with a 44-inch vertical. What does he come out? Comes out in the uh, white man can't jump for his first dunk. Hell yes. And scores a Love 50. <laughs> his second one... Jumps over Giannis, touches the backboard with the ball, and then dunked it. Mm-hmm. Hard to I saw see. The highlight of hard one, to yeah. see in in like in real time, but in slow mo to see it, that's when everybody's starting going, "Oh dang!" Mm-hmm. Like, but I gotta say, Aaron Gordon, the only NBA player to have seven, yes, folks, between two competitions, seven perfect fifties, perfect dunks, zero. Dunk championships. That's mind-boggling. Derek Jones Jr., who in his own right deserved it for sure. He, again, they they both put on quite a show. Mm -hmm. Wins his second dunk competition. Back to the bench for you, buddy. Like, that's really, like, (laughs) like, that's all you're doing. So, but, hey, uh, some, like, did you see at at all about the judges and the confusion about what was going on there? No. So, apparently, what happened was is somebody was supposed to score a 10 because they were going to tie them again. And somebody just couldn't do math properly and gave him a nine instead of a ten. Oh boy! And that's that's what that's what the rumor mill says. <laughs> so that's Aaron Gordon. They show who the, ju- the judges oh, their score. Oh yeah. Well, that's the thing is they talk it amongst themselves and then they submit it and it goes on a screen. Oh okay. I, so, no, I thought they each, they show their each individual score what they gave the dunk. They 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 do yes. Oh, so who who's the guy that screwed it up? Well, that's the thing is like they collectively talk and then they uh, they score like it's overtime. So oh. I think that's why. Like oh, you're right. Originally, like at the first rounds, like everybody's just putting in what they think it is. Yeah. I gotta say though, they need to get some tougher judges in there. Like <laughs> they're just tossing out like not that everything is not impressive, mm-hmm. but they just hand out fifties now, mm-hmm. and it's like I've seen that before. I've seen that before. Yeah. Like I agree. And. I, I, there's really nobody to blame. The lack of originality is because the dunk contest has been around since the 80s. At like, least. Like, like, there's only so many things that people can do before, you know, everything's been... Been done before. There's only exactly. so many moves you can pull off. Which is why when Aaron Gordon brings out those one or two new dunks that are absolutely mind-blowing, 
It's tough when, you know, you're listening to him at the press conference later after the dunk. By the way, who has a presser after the dunk competition? <laughs> That's crazy. He goes, yeah, I'm never doing this again. Like, he goes, never. Yeah. Why would I? I? I've done everything I can. I've got seven perfect 50s, more than anybody ever, and nothing to show for it. So he's like, I'm done. What's the point? What's the, what is the point? Mm-hmm. There is no point. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Aaron, that's a tough one to swallow. So, and then the actual All-Star game itself. Uh, now, there's one thing that I, what I was unaware of. Again, changing formats, making all these changes that we don't know about. So they reset, for the first three quarters, they reset the score to zeros. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And whoever has the most points at the end of that quarter got a $10,000 donation to the ch- their charity or something Sounds like right. that. Yeah. So that's I think that's all right because they like I mean they need to all-star games are pretty boring to watch for the most part. Mm-hmm. And this last one even though I didn't see the fourth quarter apparently it was played like a real fucking game. Lowry take Kyle Lowry taking two charges. Two charges. Not one, yeah. two in an all-star game. Yeah. What a guy. <laughs> that's great. I mean, how do you even get the opportunity to take two charges? He was playing defense. It's crazy. Like they were they were going pretty hard. I saw the highlights in that fourth quarter. They were they were playing some basketball. That wasn't just a shoot uh, pickup game uh, at the Y. Like it's what Kobe would have wanted. There you go. But that probably had something to do with it. Well, again, wearing mm-hmm. the whole team wearing two, whole re- team wearing twenty four. Yeah. Yeah, definitely got something mm-hmm. to do with it, I would say. Two was Gianna's number, right? That was the thing behind that? Yeah, mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, I I think on last episode I flip-flopped who wore which number. Not that it really matters, yeah. but uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting because online, if you wanted to buy one of the All-Star jerseys, they come in that player's number. But all the game ones were, they wore either 2 or 24, mm-hmm. so... Now, as for regular NBA news, last night was the debut of Zion versus LeBron, the first matchup, and what right now could potentially be the first round of a playoff, which is the eighth seed and the first seed between the Lakers and the Pels. It's yeah, not, they're, it, they're, they're, they're a few games back. I was going to say, it's a playoff, it's a playoff push, yeah. but it's potential. Yeah. Now, the one thing I will say is in only watching the highlights, because I'm not watching many Lakers games right now, I can tell you, is... Well, they're on so late. Oh, they're so <laughs> late. My God. Uh, West Coast, man. So, Zion versus LeBron. Uh, I got to say, LeBron put up 40, and he looked like he was trying extremely hard to like show up this rookie and be like, hey... This is still my this league. Is still my, this is still my <laughs> league. But then at the presser, at, at the on the court side, he goes, he gave nothing but respect to Zion and said, like, listen, this kid is the real deal. Um, it basically had yeah. nothing but love for him. Yeah. So, And Zion in his own right dropped 28. Brandon Ingram dropped 32. That's not bad. But not taking down the Lakers. Speaking of dropping high points, Bradley Beal is having quite the week. Sets a career high on, I believe, Sunday. With, or It was either Saturday or Sunday with 53. Mm-hmm. Next game, sets a new career high with 55. <laughs> Both losses, Kinger. Well, it plays for the Wizards. Uh, it, with no John Wall, and yeah. Uh, man, Bradley Beal either needs some help or he needs to get the hell out of there. Because that's tough. Yeah, he's got to get out of there. He's yeah. not getting any help in Washington. No, and like, I mean, don't get... I, I enjoy watching John Wall play basketball. He's always hurt. He, he's always... Exactly, but that's just the thing. His is. body can't withstand the way he plays anymore. I think... Uh, 
the two of them with a change of scenery would help out immensely. And John Wall needs to go where he's the secondary option, not the first option, because he can't. His body just can't take it. It's always hurt. And Bradley Beal, I mean, he's got to get out of Washington. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> what like I mean, it was like that that crazy stretch that uh, Trey Young was on, where he's dropping forty five plus a night. Mm-hmm. Hawks can't win to save their oh, life. They have nobody else. That's correct. Uh, John Collins is a good young center. They got yeah. young pieces. They just need some more time. Yeah. But, man, can that kid shoot. Ugly hair, but, man, can he <laughs> shoot. So, uh, now, another. Are you going to touch on the Bucks and Toronto Raptors last night? Oh, so Bucks took down the Raps they did. last night. Raptors just missing his soul, though. They're still fighting through some injuries. Well, they've been missing somebody all year. Yeah. And so. We'll see what happens in the playoffs. Man, and how about the Bucks taking down the Warriors record for quickest, uh, quickest, um, playoff bid. Mm-hmm. It, it took them the shortest amount of time in NBA history to reach a playoffs, breaking the Warriors 2016 record. I, I also just think that that goes for how shitty the East is. Oh, yeah, I just want to see how many games in front of they are of uh, the like the ninth place team. We'll say yeah, 29 games. Yeah, and it's ironically is the Lizards. Hmm. Crazy. <laughs> The Wizards, could they, if they can make the playoffs, that's just sad. They're, they're uh, five and a half games back, or sorry, no, four and a half games back of Orlando. You know what I'm, so, you know what I'm a really big fan of mm. is the Bucks pregame in the hallways where they always do this, like, wrestling bullshit. Have you I've seen ne- this? I've never seen it, no. They've got, like, ten videos of them doing, like, wrestling things in the hallway, and it's just, like, this big, okay, like, big joke. All right. You'll be able to find it, trust me. Uh, if you guys know what I'm talking about at home... Uh, yeah, that's some good shit. Uh, they recently just did one with the Washington Wizards mascot where they just beat the shit out of them in the hallway. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's good stuff. Uh, I'll actually be touching on WWE in a little bit la- a little bit later on. Oh, yes, we know. So, uh, well, no, they don't. That's why I'm telling you. <laughs> um, on, on the continuation of high scoring, Kobe White, who uh, i got to give a shout-out, is from uh, North Carolina. So I knew about him before he came pro. But he is now the first rookie in NBA history with three straight 30-point games off the bench. Interesting. Not a bad feat. That's uh, not bad at all. So off the bench, too. Like, I mean, this kid can shoot. But, man, 30 off the bench. If you can have 30 points, technically you want your bench collectively to score anywhere from 30 to 50. Not the first guy off of it. But, and he's, <laughs> I don't even think he's even sixth man. No? So he just wow. must be, I just, I assume he's he must, not missing. Be, must be getting hot, and you got to keep the hot hand in. Yeah. What kind of, do you know what kind of minutes he's getting? I can't say that I do. I just got the notification that three straight 30-point games off the bench. Fair enough. <coughs> Oh, excuse me. Now, to finish off our NBA talk before we move on to topic number two, uh, two days ago on February 24th, 2020, a.k.a. 2-24-20, was uh, a uh, celebration of life for Kobe and Gianna at the Staples Center. I got to say, I didn't watch all of it. I did watch some of it. The thing that I liked most about it is people now, I mean, it's been almost a month now at this point, right? Almost exactly a month. Almost exactly a month. People are obviously not over it, but people were trying to crack jokes at this thing and trying to, you know, not make light Mm -hmm. of this situation Mm because you can't. But two things stood out to me. Now, first off, Kinger, did you watch any of this? Um, I didn't watch, like, the actual broadcast, but I've obviously seen most of the 
highlights. Before. Yeah, yeah, highlights exactly. So first off, gotta mention the Michael Jordan speech, uh, where he go, where he starts crying. <laughs> told myself I wasn't gonna told do my, this. Told my wife I wasn't gonna do this. Gonna have to look at a, another damn crying meme for the next four years. <laughs> Place just erupts, at his, and then I literally within an hour somebody posted the crying meme Jordan mm-hmm. on his face at the press conference. So mm-hmm. it's the crying meme of the crying meme. And it's like, oh, guys, come on. Come on. <laughs> Makes sense, though. Hilarious. Uh, the other story that I, by the way, can't believe that Shaq told on TV, he's getting fined for sure, is uh, the story about when Shaq was playing with Kobe on the Lakers and some of the team members went up to Shaq and said, hey, can you talk to Kobe? Like, he is not passing the ball at all. Mm-hmm. Like, And so, you know, Shaq went to Kobe, did the whole, hey, man, there's no I in team. And he goes, yeah, but there's M.E. and motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> if that's not Mamba mentality, I don't know what is. Just get out, get out of the way. There's oh. M.E. There's Emmy and motherfucker. What? I don't even know where that. Lo- what did he say after? After or just just get the rebound, boys. He ain't passing. Yeah, just just get the rebound, man. Wow. So yeah, that was uh, that one got me. Uh, that one got me chuckling pretty good. I say it now with a straight face because I've heard it a couple times, but man, that got me good. Uh, that is going to be it for NBA talk. We will continue on as uh, we approach the playoffs. Which is where now after being All Star Weekend is the home stretch. So yes, playoff push is happening. Uh, those seeds coming to fruition. So make sure to st- if you're not following the NBA directly, make sure you're following us because we'll keep you up. Sure. Yep, yep. So uh, moving on, we are at the uh, time for NHL, Mr. Hockey. Speaking of Mr. Hockey, we have our hockey correspondent, Mr. Uh, Ian King, here to take us all about our NHL news and most importantly. The just came to NHL trade deadline. Not a lot of surprising moves. I suppose there's a few. Well, no, no really massive moves that kind of shook the world, right? I mean, I don't know of any big names. Like, no, there's there was no big names that. that where moved. did Patrick Marlowe go? He went to Boston. Didn't Joe Thornton want out too? No, Patrick. Sorry, Patrick Marlowe went to Pittsburgh. Sorry, Pittsburgh. Yeah, hmm. yeah. Um, they they acquired quite a few players. Uh, Connor Sheary from uh, Buffalo. He spent his first, uh, start of his career won a, won a cup or two with uh, Pittsburgh. Okay. So he's back in Pittsburgh. Um, Oilers, uh, Andreas Anansiu, Mike Green, Tyler Ennis. Okay, sorry. How do you say that first guy's uh, name? Andreas Anansiu, I believe. Very nicely done. I had no idea when I saw that. Yeah, he's from Switzerland, I think. Black guy from Switzerland. Figure that out. Really? Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. Darnell Nurse has got a homie now. I didn't think of that, but okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> why, why not? Um, so everybody's saying the Oilers won that, but I, Anthony Sioux is minus forty-five. It's his plus minus. Oh, I mean, it's it's kind of an old old school stat, and a lot of people like to look at it anymore. But that's pretty telling. That's I know I know he played for Detroit, but ugh. well, he scored Yuck. his first in his first game, and so did Ennis actually. Oh, did he? I, I, yeah, did, yeah. I didn't see the game last yeah. night, but um, yeah, I mean. I suppose uh, Connor McDavid could look anybody who looked like an all-star, right? <laughs> You're damn right. Yeah, because I saw they're, they're, they're both lined up with him yep. on, the, on the first line. Yeah. Connor McDavid can make pretty much anybody look good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, who else? Hurricanes made a couple moves. Um, well, they had to because uh, their defense was just decimated. 
did they acquire a Zamboni driver goalie? Um, for one game, yes. Oh, okay. We can. Yeah, okay. but uh, before I touch on that, the uh, they yeah, they got um, Brady. Is it catch? I think that's how you pronounce it. I from, mean, from New York. You're looking at me for clearance, it's, and it's, I have no it's clue. It's spelled S K E J. Wow. So yeah, I don't know. Um, and also, um, Sammy Vantman from the from the Devils. They had to make a move on defense though, because Dougie Hamilton's out for the season. And they're missing uh, Pesci as well right now. So, Joe Pesci? <laughs> no, I was going to say Joe, but I know it wasn't, so I just went with the last name. Uh, and then <laughs> another hilarious story. We've got to love to laugh at the Leafs. It's just, they, get, they give us so many opportunities. Oh, so, ma- so many opportunities to laugh. Uh, the uh, Zamboni driver, David Ayres, was that his name? Yeah. Uh, comes in and beats the Leafs. His own organization. His employer. Yeah, his employer. His, his employer. Former employer. Uh, no, <laughs> I, I think he kept, he kept his job. Yeah. Um, he let in two goals, I think. But Yeah, so he yeah. Um, let in his first two shots and then went uh, eight for eight in the third period. How, that's the Leafs. How do you only have eight shots in that period? That's awesome. You're firing everything at that net. Literally, literally, I'd be shooting from center ice. Like, yeah, well, it's the Leafs. I got to love it. Oh, man, is it so... They beat the Lightning last night. Now, okay, so I, I got to know because I don't understand this... Like, I know that it happened with that Chicago goalie a couple years ago where... He yeah, against the Jets. The guy was the former accountant. Oh, he's, he, no, he's a current accountant. Or current, sorry, yeah. a current accountant <laughs> that, would, like, worked his day job and then goes to the state. Yeah. So, we obviously have one of these. Who is it? Oh, uh, well, yeah, it's like the arena goalie. Okay. Like, like, there's, it's the same for both teams. Like, there's so one emergency goalie. That's what I mean. So, yeah. the reason that he suited up for Carolina... Is because he's he the emergency would, goalie. In so if it would have if it would have happened for Toronto, then he would have done it for Toronto. Exactly. Yes. Okay. So yeah. that's where I was getting. I was like, so every stadium has an emergency goalie mm-hmm. just in case. Yes. Yeah. And I think the the Jets is a. I think he plays for the U, U of M Bisons. Cool. The one that that uh, MTS plays. Cool. He, he either does or used to. Either I or. I don't know for sure. Hmm. So yeah. It's a it very, doesn't have to be used. It's so. a very rare situation, oh, obviously. To have two goalies go down in the same game, I mean, that's... That's tough. Well, it's happened twice in the last... Three years? Four years? Three years. Yeah, because that Chicago one was not... It was, it was not last. It, was not, it wasn't last season. It was the year before. Yeah, but yeah. no, I think, mm-hmm. I think this one was just a... I, I don't want to call it a better story than the other one. Like, they're the same, like, feel-good stories. But... The Chicago won the game, too. Yeah. Exactly. I think maybe Ayers had more time in net than Foster did. Yeah. Possibly. I think and that they, was correct. And then and then they're already beating the Jets pretty handily at that at that point of the game that they had to go in. He didn't let in the goal. Mm-hmm. Like the Jets didn't score. Yeah, which is Well that's that's a topic for another day. Um, <laughs> um but yeah, I, I don't know. It's just because it happened in Toronto. That's the on Saturday night. That's the only reason it's such a huge story. Right? Yeah. So uh, I love that he, they gave him first star of the game. I love that he got showered when he... Uh, that that reaction was pretty cool. And, uh, yeah, the... He was on uh, Good Morning America or something like that? One of, one of the morning talk shows in New York. Probably. Um, they flew him down to uh, to Raleigh where the, where the Hurricanes play. And they have the, at the start of every game, it's kind of like their tradition. They get the hurricane siren going. Mm-hmm. And it's always somebody famous that kind of fires it up. Like Rick Flair's done it because he's a Raleigh guy. Yeah, no, yeah. Um, so it's basically just a thing you just mm-hmm. rotate it and it's... Yeah, that hurricane siren goes, but pretty cool story. It, very cool. I'm hoping we can stop talking about it now. So I, now it's, that we've brought it up and mentioned it, we're good. We're good. And playoff race, Jets are right in the thick of it. Um, tough loss last night. I mean, great to get a point. 
Did you see the game? I did not. No, they were down 3 nothing in Washington. Not playing well at all. Came back to tie it up, lost in a shootout. Hmm. And you know what? I I do get the notifications, and I remember looking on my phone and seeing 3 nothing, mm-hmm. And then seeing 3-3 three, three later on. Yeah, no, they had a good third period. And I, I guess maybe my brain didn't even like click that that had happened, but no, I definitely mm-hmm. remember seeing that. Uh, well, Cody Eakin got his first point as a Jet. Hey, oh, yeah. and welcome back, Squeaks. Squeaks. Cody Squeaks. That's oh. right. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, okay. Anyway, that's <laughs> I, a, I don't know what that means. Uh, sorry. That's uh, so. Again, I probably shouldn't even call him that because we aren't uh, the closest of acquaintances. But I did graduate same year, same class with Cody Eakin from Oak Park. So nice to oh, s- I nice, went to Oak Park. Yeah, nice to see the home hometown guys back. I mean, we just know they're going to play their hearts out for here. So that's kind of what I like to see. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was uh, a, a nickname of his uh, okay. in high school. So. Uh, right. Maybe I shouldn't put that on air. Sorry, Cody. Mobby. Uh, <laughs> wish you all the best, though. Well, yeah, and uh, they also acquired a defenseman, Dylan DeMello, from Ottawa. Yeah, and I texted you about that because yeah. obviously you know I don't know anybody. Yeah. I had no idea who he was. Yeah. So, but he's, he's looked pretty good so far. Hey, I anything mean, on defense can help right yeah, now. So They're just decimated. Anything other than Here's a 12-year-old. Sammy, before the game last night, Sammy Niku got hurt playing, playing soccer, like warming up. I literally just beaked him, and this is what happens. Sammy Niku. Yeah, isn't that the 16-year-old with oh, super yeah. long hair? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. You know, he's the tough year. He got in that car accident training camp. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and hasn't kind of had a slow start, hasn't really been able to recover, and then he was finally getting back into the lineup after missing two games and <laughs> gets hurt playing soccer. They're just kicking, they don't play soccer, they're just kicking the ball around, they're warming just, up. I was going to say, the legs I've moves. seen those warm-ups yeah. where they do that. Like. Yeah, so that's, that's tough. But... Um, I mean, they're right there. They're below the uh, Nashville because they they're tied in points, but Nashville's played three less games. Both tied at 70 points. Um, two points behind Calgary for the first wild card. Uh, Calgary's played one less game than the Jets, so they've got some ground to make up. But uh, can be done. It can be done. Can be done. If they can squeak in, who knows? And we really want to get that first wild card because the first wild card is going to play the first place team in the Pacific. Because we, we, we want to avoid St. Louis again, I think. I mean... I'm much more comfortable playing uh, Vegas or Vancouver or Edmonton. Which is crazy, because we weren't talking about it like that last year. No, but just the way the season shaped out. Um, What's going on with the Powerhouse uh, Golden Knights right now? Um, they're first in their division right now, 76 points. They've gone, had gone a bit of a run. They acquired Robin Lehner, a goalie from, uh, from Chicago. Okay. Um He's had a really good season, um, and I think it's just insurance in case Flower gets uh, gets hurt. He's getting old. He's 35 years old. Who? Mark Roger Fleury. It's his nickname, Flower. Oh. Don't ask me why. I won't. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he's 35 years old. They don't want to run him that hard in the playoffs, so get them a little insurance. Uh, Robin Leonard's a good pickup, and uh, we'll see what happens. We will see what happens. When, because an NHL playoffs start like a week or two before NBA playoffs. Start, yeah, so, so it's the second week of April usually. Oh, so we got lots of. Oh yeah, we got lots of get lots of games to play yet. Uh, Jets have that would be seventeen games left. So, you gonna go? Yeah, any more home games coming? Uh, up? Going tomorrow. Nice against Washington again. Back to back with. Yeah, they've had a lot of those home and homes this year. Really? Yeah, you don't see it that often. In I was gonna say that's uh that doesn't seem very usual. No. Noticed it a little bit more this year. But definitely not in the in the history yeah, of the NHL. Cool. They don't do that a lot. But it makes for good games. Definitely. And there's a little animosity going into the second one. And yep. Especially for two teams that it's the only two games they play each other in uh, this this whole season, right? Of course. So 
So yeah. that, and it, it's, it's not a bad idea. Interesting that it's those two games and they do a home and home with those. So, well, hmm. because for the, there's each each team visits the opposed or um, every NHL city once. Yep. I mean, obviously, if you're in the same division or same conference, it's going to be more than once. But a Western Conference team and East Conference team only play each other twice. Just like NBA. Just like NBA, exactly. Well, that's all we got. All, all we got for NHL, but why? Uh, it'll come back to me. I had it. I had it. Uh, let's talk about something that I more uh, or I know a little bit more about. It's football time. Uh, NFL. So as we uh, record this episode, the NFL players are voting on the new CBA. What are the details of this new CBA, Kinger? Great question. Nobody knows. Uh, it's just the kind of rumors and things being put out there. Of course, the most popular options being 17 games uh, on an 18-week schedule. Uh, only two preseason games instead of four. I'm all for it. Um, <laughs> no more fines or suspensions for pa- uh, testative or pausing testative for marijuana uh, or THC uh, or CBD. That. So there's that. But the big thing that I'm noticing right now, and what seems to be the trend, is all the rich rich players. When I say rich, I mean the ones that are making this stupid money. So mm-hmm. in this example, uh, the ones that I can mention are Dick Sherman, uh, J.J. Watt, Russell Wilson, and Aaron Rodgers have all voted no for the new CBA. The thought process for me and what I'm assuming is all of the bubble roster players. Oh, by the way, four more roster spots being added. Like they um, needed more. Jesus. Well, people just keep getting hurt. Like That's it's, true. You need so more. So with adding four roster spots... Every other play, every player would basically get an extra hundred thousand. Were they at fifty six spots previously? Fifty three. So it's fifty seven. Yep. Okay. So, but hundred thousand to Russell Wilson or JJ Watt or Aaron Rodgers is nothing. It's pennies. Let's talk about a practice roster player or a special teamer that is running punts and kicks all season. Mm-hmm. An extra 100K goes a long way. Oh, God, yeah. So my interest here is the players, uh, the, so the NFL player rep voted 17 yes, 14 no. Oh, man, I think this thing's going to pass if it comes down to the, you know, everybody voting because 100K to a lot of people is a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I, can use an, I could use an extra 100K. Yeah, sign me up. Yeah, please. amen. I'll hold field goals or whatever you need. No problem. <laughs> so fourth string QB, I got you. Fake punt, no problem. Just as long as I don't have to run the fake punt. Uh, that's right. So I don't need uh, Vontez Perfect coming across the oh, field and Mr. Uh, Re- taking my head off. Mr. Reinstated himself. How the actual fuck is Vontez Perfect Is anybody going to sign him, though? I think he's still under contract with the Raiders. Is he? Yeah. And, that's too bad. <laughs> man, I, I was watching the game. He's going to take out Patrick Mahomes, doesn't he? Oh, my God. Please don't. <laughs> I saw I saw his last suspension because he absolutely targeted Jack Doyle in a Colts game, mm. and I was yelling at the TV because this guy literally was just headhunting like a moron. That's what he always and does. And then he kisses the crowd goodbye and waves goodbye. Get this fucking lunatic out of football. Yeah. Like, I say Zach Calero shouldn't play football because of his concussion history in the past. I'd rather him play versus Vontez Burfecht, who's literally just trying to injure people. Yeah. So, very different end of the spectrum. That's just the example I have. Go away, Vontez. I hope nobody signs you, and I hope you're not under contract with the Raiders. Uh, Somebody spe- will. He doesn't know that, though. That's right. He's so, a good player when he's 
not being an idiot. He's not being a he's a good linebacker. He's not trying to kill somebody. N- which yeah. seems to be every play. Mm-hmm. Now, somebody that is also coming back, not reinstated, but deciding not to retire, literally decided 24 hours after we finished recording last episode, Drew Brees is coming back to the Saints. Mr. Falcons fan, that makes you feel how? God damn it. Damn. It's probably only one more year, King. I don't care. Uh, that's fair. <laughs> it's one more year too many. <laughs> that's fair. So Drew Brees coming back, uh, and that means that I think Taysom Hill is going to be the backup. Teddy is probably going to go get a contract somewhere. As to where it is, we won't know until Tim Tam Brady decides where he's going. And I am more confused than ever. <laughs> so last week, uh, when we were discussing it, I mentioned that it seemed like all things were sh- pointing Patriots, Patriots, Patriots. Mm-hmm. But now I hear that the ca- that the Patriots have like. Only like forty-two or forty-six million in cap space or something like that, and Tom's looking to eat up thirty of it. Oh boy! So and how? Still got to fill up the roster. So right? and that's that's the, who was his complaint? Is he needs weapons? He needs you know people to throw the ball to. Mm-hmm. And by the way, you can't go get a Stephon Diggs who's happy in Minnesota. On a, you know you can't go pay an Austin Hooper uh, that's leaving the Falcons. You you really just so now I'm more confused than ever. Because mm-hmm. I don't think he wants to go play Patrick Mahomes in the same division twice a year. No. I do think he wants to go back to the Patriots, but I also think he wants to get paid. And if so... Well, he's taken a pay cut so much or so many times. Well, when your wife it. makes as much money as she does, like mm-hmm. you don't really need to worry about that at, you know, t- du- dual income situation. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. <laughs> I don't think he's worth $30 million anymore, though. No, me. performance. ESPN released their top eight fr- uh, free agent quarterbacks uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady is number two. And people are outraged by this, but you got to think long term, and that's what the list is: is a long term. He's over forty, right? He's forty, I think 42, 41, 42. 42 yeah. and he's got two, maybe three years left. That's pushing. And that's, I, that's pushing exactly. It. So that's, I mean, I get it. He brings a wealth of knowledge. He's gonna get everybody to buy in. But when Joe Montana went to the Chiefs for two seasons, he made it to the AFC Championship, but he didn't get it any further. And then mm-hmm. that was it for him. He was done. Mm-hmm. So, again, as I said, I am I get more confused by the day on where Tom Brady is going to go. And I hear, I've heard a th- hundred different theories. How much cap space do the Colts have? Oh, too much. Which <laughs> brings me to my next scary topic of all signs are pointing to Philip Rivers about to become the next Colts quarterback. Would I, you rather Tim Brady or Philip Rivers? Philip Rivers. Yeah? Yeah. But that's also just because Tom Brady has caused that city a lot of pain, and I don't really think that he would be welcome there. They've got a lot of weapons, though. I honestly just want them to believe in Jacoby. Just yeah, give Jacoby another year. He's a good quarterback. We can go spend it elsewhere. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of guys we're going to try and have to keep at home. Philip Rivers looked like he was throwing a medicine ball come week 12. He just don't got it no more. Yeah, there's no way he's going to be able to hit uh, T.Y. on a fly. No. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, there isn't. And I so, but I keep getting all the notifications. I keep seeing all sources, signs pointing. If I'm Jacoby Brissett, A, I'm pissed. But B... Like I, it's so it's the NFL is a business. I get it. It's it's really unfair though because I would love to see Jacoby with a full off season of prep, of knowing you're going to be the starter. He was killing it until we started getting all these injuries. Mm-hmm. 
Like I'm, I don't well, know. They finished what nine and seven? Yeah, something like that. Like I think it was like fighting for a playoff spot, right? Yeah, like we were on the outside looking in, yeah. and then when we dropped to the surging Tennessee Titans, I knew it was it was over at that point. Seven and nine, sorry. Yeah, I was gonna say, and actually, I think it's seven and nine because we mm-hmm. pick we're picking in the top fifteen. So, and on that note, combine started this week. Uh, that may be the most boring TV ever. I can't believe that NFL Network streams the whole thing. Like well, everything, do? <laughs> I get it, but man, you're you're absolutely right, Kinger. That is, it is very boring. Now, I mean, do I watch the highlights of the fastest forties? Definitely, but that's about it. I'm not watching like you know who's broad jumping or who the vertical test. I'm not even watching the bench press. Like, God no, it is what it is. Uh, also, how much can you really tell at the combine? Because, like, I mean, yeah, you're looking for all the measurables and, you know, things of that nature. Yeah. But, like, scouts are now saying that Joe Burrow's hands are too small to play in Cincinnati. That made me laugh. Um, and, no, what made me laugh even harder was his answer to it, where he went on Twitter and said, I'm announcing my retirement due to my small hands. Please put me in your thoughts and prayers. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, you are the – yeah, you go, Joe. Like, what a fuck Because of cold weather? Yeah. Cold, like, what a stupid... Here's the thing, Cincinnati. You know you play in shit weather. You have never... You, I don't know the last time you updated your facilities. Apparently, it was Circa Boomer Esiason. <laughs> Maybe it's time that uh, you put a little dome, uh, you know, over Paul Brown Stadium, wherever it is that you play. Uh, yeah. So, Joe Burrow, uh, I think, still going number one. Try to convince me otherwise. I, I'm not. <laughs> exactly. So, but yeah, small hands. Hmm, good one. Now, stick into the quarterback situation because quarterbacks are what the what make the world go round. Matt Rule officially commits to Cam Newton for 2020. Thoughts on that, Kinger? Surprising. As a Falcons fan. Surprising. Yeah. I don't hate it. I don't. Cam Newton's never really scared me that much, especially now. I mean, the Falcons were a good team when. He was in when he was in his prime. Yep. So we didn't really have much trouble with them too much. Uh, I can tell. Uh, yeah, yeah. Kind of a shrug of the shoulders for me. My one, uh, my one buddy uh, who's a diehard Panthers fan is mainly a Panthers fan due to Cam Newton, and he is very, very excited that he's coming back. Uh, if I'm Christian McCaffrey, I'm probably not as happy that Cam's coming no. back. Uh, what a year for uh, for Mr. White Chocolate there. Uh, <laughs> crazy. Um, I'm a little shocked as as well. I thought Matt Rule was going to go in his own direction and say, hey, uh, you know, we're going to find a new guy. We're going to find, like, you know, the guy we want to build around with me and Joe Brady. But, hey, uh, welcome back, Cam. Obviously, it's... Uh, fans love him. And that's just... I, I was just about to say, I, ha- I think a big part of it has to do with uh, the fact that Charlotte loves him. Like, he's been there uh, since he's been drafted. Like, just everybody loves him there. So... Uh, Greg Olson left the Seahawks, but I mean he was uh, he's on his uh, well not that he wasn't already, but he's definitely on his way out. So oh yeah, I'm surprised he even signed. That's what I mean. I'm he signed a two year deal, didn't he? That's correct. <laughs> I'll be shocked if he takes on that second year. Well, you never know, depending on what kind of season they have, and if he doesn't get hurt, but he will get hurt because it's Greg, Greg Olson. Olson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now that. Uh, I mean, with off-season, I'm even surprised we had that much NFL stuff to talk about. Yeah, it's pretty quiet. Free, uh, free agency hasn't started. March yet. 18th is the date we have confirmed. So even yes. by next episode, we're going to be about a week out from free agency. Oh, boy. And uh, we're going to have no idea as to what's happening because nobody's going to commit anything <laughs> until March 18th. 
So there might be a very, very small lack of NFL highlights in our uh, episode 21 it's, coming it's up. It's the offseason. It's the offseason. Speaking of more offseason football and in-season football, um, CFL free agency still going on. Bombers still don't have another quarterback signed. Uh, probably the second best receiver in free agency, I'll say, signed or was left in free agency signed this afternoon. About four hours ago, Naaman Roosevelt signed with the Montreal Alouettes. They've made quite a few signings. I got to say, with my boy Sean Jamison playing on the Alouettes, I do got a small soft spot for him. I do like the pickup because, well, they're not in the West, so I'm not That's too... Fine. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean... Jarrell I just, Walker still at the sign, right? That's who I believe is the best receiver in the CFL. And, uh, Teams are running out of money with the money he's demanding. Exactly. Right? Like I don't think anybody's got cap space to sign him. So, oh, XFL time? <laughs> Possibly. SJ Green, by the way, has not yet signed with an XFL team. He's I thought still, he did. I have not gotten word of if he has then. Hmm. Um because I had tried to find it today before the show, and I didn't see anything. Okay. So still in the free agent pool. Um, that's uh, old. He's old. Yeah. Like he's still, he can still play, but he's old. Correct. Um, I mean, he won one or two rings with Calvillo. Um, yeah. I mean, it's been a while since we've had to mention mm. Anthony Calvillo. Thank God. Thank, and I was <laughs> literally saying, thank God, uh, which is why it's awkward and weird for me to cheer for the Montreal Alouettes, but hey, Hi. you draft my kid? So what's going to happen, you know? Yeah, I, I just can't do it. I can't. Fair. And <laughs> once he gets traded, I'll be out of there. It was just like when Dembski got drafted to the Riders. I was like, Dembski, I'm so sorry for you. I, I wish the best for you, but I don't right now. Thank God he's winning Grey Cups here at home. Yes, sir. So, way to go, Demmer. Uh, now, um, quick XFL update. Uh, Houston is now the only undefeated team left after three weeks. Um, with, and big part into... The leading MVP frontrunner as of right now, QB Philip Walker, former Colt uh, practice roster player. Killing it right now, Kinger. Absolutely killing it. He keeps doing this and looking the way he has been. He's going to be on an NFL roster, no no question. I'll take your word for it. Same as Cardell Jones. I will have no doubt that Cardell will be a uh, backup probably within a season or two. So they're both young. They've both got the talent. He was in the NFL for a little while. Yeah, he? yeah. He went and got drafted by Buffalo, and then right. he went and played for the Chargers for a little bit. Florida State, Ohio State, Ohio State. He went. He played one college game. It was the national championship. Yes, yes. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, right. and then he went. And then he went pro. <laughs> one game. That's it. I've I've got the ring. I'm out. <laughs> Fair. We've seen what all we need to see. Yes. And before we touch base and finish and wrap up the show with our last couple uh, comments, uh, doing with the XFL, Vince McMahon correlates with the WWE. Uh, Monday Night Raw was here this past Monday. I got to go with my dad. Uh, I haven't seen an episode of Raw or SmackDown in probably 15 years. I had the best fucking time at this place. This place was nuts. Um, it had a little bit of everything. Uh, I mean, it's it's crazy to think that, I mean, I watched this show for, oh God, I don't know how long. And now here I am watching it take place. Mm-hmm. And it's so different. But like, as the show is progressing, I'm thinking, oh man, this is like, this is why they do all these TV timeouts. And these are, oh, so? I, well, like, so they'll bring out one wrestler and do like his entrance and whatnot. And then they'll go to a TV timeout, and then they'll bring in the second one. And I never really picked up on that until mm-hmm. I watched it from here, because I was like, why did they only introduce one? <gasps> Television, that's <laughs> why. So uh, highlights of the night for sure. 
get, getting to see uh, one of my former favorites uh, from when I was a kid, Randy Orton. Uh, he's a uh, man. Is that boy big? Uh, he he's almost like he's in his mid, I think, forties now. I would have to guess. Like yeah. he doesn't look it. I can tell you that right now. No. Um, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, he had uh, he had um, uh, the main event with uh, my new favorite uh, Kevin Owens, the Canadian from Quebec. Reason he's my f- reason he's my favorite is uh, well, his finisher is the Stone Cold Stunner, which uh, he, I don't like that. Well, no, 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 no. It, <laughs> I that's what I said, mm-hmm. and then there it's because Austin trained him and like passed it on to him. Oh, okay. And I was like, fine. okay, fine. <laughs> but the best part is he got. Uh, so in the main event, he got screwed by the ref. Uh, he did the like one, two, three instead of the one, two, and okay. it was it was all part of the storyline. Yeah. It was funny. Anyway, didn't get to see the RKO, but I did see the stunner, and then he put the ref through a table. Oh, okay, yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah, no, it was awesome. Like <laughs> crowd plays, loved it. I'm sure. Oh my god, were we? It was awesome. So <laughs> other favorite parts. Now part of the, <laughs> I try not to. I try not to say these types of things. But there is a particular type of fan affiliated with wrestling and wrestlers. Yes. And I had four of them in front of me. Oh, God. And they each had anywhere from 12 to 15 beers each. It's an expensive night. I have never laughed so hard at a group of individuals. My dad and I were weeping. Like, first off, their commentary was A, hilarious, but then B, as they got drunk, they're like, I'm going to call, I'm just going to say it out is, their trailer trash side came out, and oh my God, was that, <laughs> it, it, made, it made the night even better. Oh, but, that's good. But uh, in the Instagram post uh, of this week, I'll uh, actually put a photo of where we were sitting. Seats were prime. Everything was great. Uh, shout out to WWE Raw. First time here in 15 years, they... Uh, their uh, number one contender came out and did a match after the t- like t- like the show was over. Oh, and so we got something that wasn't on TV, which was pretty cool. And then he got you know the crowd loved him and whatnot. So he goes, "Man, I'm gonna tell you right now, I've been back there all night, and you guys have been yelling your fucking ass off all <laughs> night. I will make sure it won't be another 15 years until we're back." And the place just blew up. <laughs> and I was like, "Man, I would pay to come back, no question." It was. Tons of fun. Even if you're not a fan of wrestling, if you can make a live event, I promise you, you're going to have a good time. Might be the only time I bring up wrestling on this show, Kinger, but I had to give it its Yeah, of I course. Had to give it its props, man. Okay. So it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. Didn't have 12 beers, but man, did I have You probably would have had more fun if you did. Um, no, I probably have been puking everywhere. <laughs> I mean, 12 Old Fashions were having a lash and probably getting my stomach pumped at that point, so not going to do that. Uh, all right, Kinger. So that's uh, some WWE. Can't believe it. Uh, let's talk about some cheaters, shall we? Uh, let's start off with the cheaters we mentioned last week. Uh, so spring training is officially underway. Uh, first batting practice of the new year. Astros fans, and actually, I'm not even. I think it was Yankee fans. That it's a Yankee fan, yeah. <laughs> brings a garbage can to batting practice <laughs> and starts belting it for hours. Bro, A, how do you not get booted out? B, you're a hero, okay? An absolute hero. Now, fast forward to Astros opening uh, spring training game that's mm-hmm. taking place in Florida. Probably yeah. not an abundance of Astro fans there. There'd be more New York fans down in Florida. Holy crap. <laughs> I love seeing those guys get booed all day. Yeah. Well, like, the the um, stadium employees were confiscating signs from people. Oh, they had to. Yeah. Had to. So... <laughs> 
men. And I bet you some of those were Wait. gold. Well, some of the, the memes are, uh, what's that one meme? Astros out here stealing signs again? Confiscating, <laughs> confiscating signs. <laughs> Theoretical, literal. Love it. Love it. Uh, but I think this is going to be an all-season thing. Oh, 100%. And I can't Even wait. Even in their own ballpark when they you, get back to Houston. Oh, if you don't think it's going to happen, you're out of your mind. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll be tuning in to some games, that's for sure. Def, definitely I'll be watching the, those games, mm-hmm. especially if they're Their first game back in New York. Oh. I don't know if they play in the They would play the Angels for sure. I don't know if they play the Dodgers, though. Ether's got to like they they play 162 games, don't they? Don't, they don't play every, every team. That's fucked. Yeah, you'd think they would do it in the way yeah. that we were just talking about. You would think, but baseball's stupid. Yeah, get them on steroids. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Okay, <laughs> do it. No, no. Okay, fine. No more cheaters, please. Okay, no, but it wouldn't be cheating. You'd be allowed. No. <laughs> Five hundred <laughs> homers. Uh, just like dingers, Kanger. Just watch Twins games, man. You see all the dingers you need. Uh, you mean the Bronx Bombers, maybe? Yeah. Uh, speaking of your Bronx Bombers, yeah, Stanton, Stanton can miss the opening day. I he misses that. a lot of time. For how much money he's making, yeah. He misses a misses lot of time. a lot of time. God, do I like watching him play. I saw his first bat, first at bat as a Yankee. And actually, I think we talked about it. On the on one of our original episodes, mm-hmm. where I literally was at Smitty's, I got to see his first at bat as I was paying my bill, dingered off like the second pitch, mm-hmm. and I was like, "That's the future." And I got up. And I was, Did you hear uh, Saravino's might be having fucking uh, Tommy, Tommy John. John? God damn it, Tommy he's, John! He's like your what fourth pitcher now of all, all yeah. the signings they did. So it's not, not a, well, it is a loss, but Garrett Cole, Garrett Cole. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Former uh, Astros pitcher, huh? <laughs> he knew about the stealing. Oh, I mean, he wasn't hitting, but he definitely knew about it. And he kept quiet. Well, now that that's why he left. It's just as guilty. No, it isn't. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. It's because his dream was to be a Yankee. He's always been a Yankee. No, he wanted the, over $300 million. That's why. Oh, left. so we can pay him. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. We aren't paying anybody else. That's fine. <laughs> So that's it for baseball because, my God, all I want to talk about is uh, making fun of Houston. But you were informing me about a cheater of a golfer. That yes. wasn't that wasn't me. I mean, I've definitely never improved my lie before. I've used a foot wedge a time or two. Yeah. Oh, yeah, fair, fair, fair. Yeah. So that that size 12. That, that, that's when the... That's when the round's going to shit, and it's like, screw it. I'm not putting, I'm putting this score in the handicap anyway, so... You're, you're not wrong. So... Uh, I, I again, I don't even remember his name, but tell me uh, about Patrick Reed. Patrick Reed, American, I, of course, is uh, a former Masters champion. Mm. Um, he's been under fire almost all season. Uh, started at the Presidents Cup because um, it was a small tournament in uh, Bahamas called Hero Challenge. It's like a twenty-five man field. Mm-hmm. Um, he was caught on TV putting his club behind the ball in the sand trap and then brushing sand away twice. To improve his lie, isn't that and nice? So at the Australia, uh, at the President's Cup in Australia, fans were just ripping him. I mean, get a few beers and some Australians. Yeah, you'll you'll hear about it. Why then? <laughs> uh, his caddy actually got into an altercation with a fan and was and was suspended for the final round. That's awesome. And his well, his caddy's his uh, brother-in-law. Well, yeah. got to do what you got to do. And then so uh, he won last week at the WGC Mexico. Um, going into that tournament. Um, Brooks Kepka 
one of the former number one player in the world. He ripped him. Um, and then Peter Costas, he's a former uh, broadcaster for CBS, was just fired after this past season. He says he's personally witnessed Patrick Reed prove his lie four times. <laughs> like, you just don't do that. You just well, not a, yeah. you just can't. Yeah. So every single tournament this year, he's just been getting ripped. As he um, should be. And there's a couple big ones coming up. There's the well, the Honda Classic this week. It's not a lot of big names there, but next week's the Arnold Palmer Invitational. Tons of big names. And the week after that's the Players uh, Championship, considered the fifth major. And those uh, places are have known to have boisterous fans. You don't say. Yeah. So uh, it'll be fun to watch because I can't stand the guy. Well, I, even before all this came out, I just, I, I have an inside story. Um, he went to, went to school with a friend of um, my dad. My dad's friends suck. They were on the college golf team together at Augusta State. And he got suspended from the team for being accused of cheating. And apparently just went off on the coach. It was his dad that went off on the coach. And just from hearing that story and just from seeing him on TV, he's a dink. Okay. You can just tell there's something off with this guy. I mean, he's he's a, definitely the most unpopular player on tour right now, 100%. Well, I don't even know if they're going to be anybody else close because is anybody else improving their lie? Oh, I'm sure. I'm, uh, in, in that interview Peter Costas gave, he says it happens more than you think, but not not to that extent of what's, what, what Reed's done. So. No. Four times. Four Wait. times. Personally, I mean, that obviously means it's happening more. Jeez. Because of... I mean, Costas has to see it to be following that group. He's the on-course reporter, so you'd follow a certain group, usually the lead group, yeah, um, or the featured group, and <laughs> to witness it four times. That's nuts. Imagine what he's doing when the cameras aren't on him. Yeah. Wow. Well, that that's a mind-blowing story for me because <laughs> I mean, isn't the camera on you at all times? Like, how do you even get a window to do that? I, I don't know. Whatever. Takes balls. <laughs> Definitely. Mm-hmm. No pun intended there. Uh, okay. Uh, we have a one last topic to round off the show today, round off this hour of episode 20, and that's the Olympics, which could take place... Um, it's this... It's, uh, this July. This July. In Tokyo. But will it, Kinger? Um, first talk, they're going to possibly postpone it because of the coronavirus outbreak. That fake? No, it's not fake. I'm sorry. I shouldn't say that. No, it's pretty real. Yeah, no, it's definitely real. Um, yeah. So, so postpone the Olympics, fair, but why? I get, I get not moving the Olympics oh, because you can't. You can't, you can't it's impossible it. to yeah. move it. Yeah. But like, they postpone or postpone cancel? Twenty 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 one. Like, I know we will talk off air more. And then they only get three years to train for the next one. But you got five for this one. So it all evens out. You know, three years is a little... That's, a, that's enough time to get... I, I, mean, I mean, I'm not one of those athletes. I mean, you'd like to think Far so. Far from it. But yeah. I would think, under the circumstances, either it's missing Olympics or going to one not fully prepared. 95% prepared. I don't know. Again, it's... I get that they don't want to ruin the timing, but that would, uh, I got to say... That would really suck. Yeah, to cancel, think straight about up cancel a, the think Olympics. Think about a guy like Andre de Grasse, who's hoping for gold in the 100 meter and 200 meter, Canadian, mm-hmm. right? For him to miss an Olympics in his prime, that's, of his career. That's, like Usain's bolt's gone. There's other guys, I know, but 
Like this is supposed to be his Olympics. Exactly, and like that's a uh, we talk about you know in football and hockey and all these things we talk about windows of opportunity, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. The Olympics is literally windows, yep. and you know if you're one of the best athletes ever, you might be lucky to make it to three, but maybe four Olympics. Yeah, you say bolted four. I think Michael Phelps did more than that. Different sports, like yeah. I, I get it. It does depend on your sport, mm-hmm. but four, but like. To be in your prime, missing a set of Olympics, like when you have one of the best, if not the best shot at a gold mm-hmm. medal, yeah, you got to be pissed. 100%. And then, but again, it's it's a death. Uh, yeah. It's deathly disease. Definitely. Deadly disease, I should say. Not deathly. It's not a word. It's definitely a deadly disease. Yeah. So I get that portion of it. So they're saying they're making to be made, if it's not contained before May, um, they'll postpone it. So they have until, I don't know if that's the start of May, end of May, I don't know. But wow. I heard May is when they're going to be making the decision. But if there's one thing for sure, May is going to sneak up real quick. Oh, it's almost I, March. I was going to say, as we know, January is 17 weeks long, and February <laughs> is over in the blink of an eye. So yeah. here, and I mean, happy leap year to everybody, another uh, 29th day of another year. That's how I know it's the leap year, because of the Olympics, <laughs> the, the Summer Olympics is on. And oh, another name we didn't mention. Christine Sinclair. This will be her last one for sure. Cool. And, and she gets to miss out on her last chance at Olympic gold. Nope. Please no. That would really suck. Not for her. That would really not suck. Not for Christine. Yeah. Please. And that that is not sarcasm, folks. Mm-hmm. Like you know, we we pay respect to Canadian legends mm-hmm. around here. And Christine Sinclair is definitely one of them. When's uh, the uh, men's uh, basketball qualifier? Do you know? For for, for basketball. Oh, I think it's in Victoria. It's Canada's last chance to Yeah. Can you imagine them qualifying? Finally, after and so many years, and then the Olympics getting canceled. That would be exactly how I expected to to yeah. happen. So, so, cross our fingers that uh, we get this under control and don't have to talk about it. Exactly, and because hey, you know what? Uh, last time, I, or no, we've never had a chance to speak about the Olympics nope. on our podcast at this never. point. Never, because we missed the winter one by a year, and mm-hmm. then we started our in between. So, we'd love to talk about uh, some Olympic some Olympic action. It's one of those things where, like, even if you're not a huge sports fan, or you're not going to watch track and field, but the Olympics are going to turn on. Exactly. Like, yeah. you casual sports fans, oh, it's the Olympics, yeah, I'm going to throw it on. Like, yeah. By the way, like, in Kinger and I come from the car world where there's, you know, a TV and a lounge and, uh, you know, or anywhere. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got the Olympics on. They don't care. Oh, what is it? Is it gymnastics? Is it swimming? Is it track? Mm-hmm. Is it javelin? It doesn't matter. If it's on TV, it's on People somebody's TV. Yeah. Exactly. Because yeah. it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a world spectacle. Mm-hmm. And, I mean. It happens only every, well, two years, I guess, if you want to include the flip, winters. Yeah, flip-flop yeah. the seasons. But it's. Olympic years are always fun. Definitely. What's your preference, summer or winter? Oh, summer all the time. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I mean, that's probably also just due to the fact that I enjoy summer over winter. But uh, <laughs> I, you know, the winter sports are cool. Like I, I'll obviously love moguls and the downhill. I really like that. I really like the skiing. Yeah, it's, no, it's like cool that's great. I just, uh, you know, now that you can't use professional hockey players in the Olympics. Ah, uh, they're talking about it. They they're, better, they're, man. Sounds like the NHL is bending a little bit. Or no, the IHF has bent on a few of their um, restrictions. They're going to pay for the players' travel or willing to. Um, insurance in case a player gets hurt and stuff like that. Wow. See, that's what I'm talking yeah. about because not that I'm biased and be like, oh, well, we can definitely win if our pros play. I just know that all the pros, like, part of their they dream all is to, they all want to go mm-hmm. and we all want to watch them. Mm-hmm. So I can tell you that I had watched. It from, would be a shame if Connor McDavid never got to play in the Olympics. Right? 
And if you don't think he's captaining Team Canada, uh, Crosby will captain. Okay, right no. Now. After Crosby, yes. I was going to say if yes. you would have let, I said in a couple Olympics, then yes. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No problem. But yeah, of course, uh, Mr. Golden Goal himself is going to be uh, El Capitan of Team Canada if they can come back. So, yeah. all right. Well, we are uh, just wrapping up here, folks. So before we get going. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at wnswjs.podcast, myself at xjordinary91 or my or underscore underscore Ian King for Mr. Podcast Poppy. Uh, episode number 20 has been a fantastic one. Our next episode will be our one-year anniversary. <laughs> the crowd goes wild. Uh, we've been having a great time here. Thanks for following along with us, guys. Uh, we're going to see you in two weeks' time. Go Jets, go. Uh, Kinger, what else you got? Go Jets, go. That perfectly says it all. Woohoo! Oh, that was a beautiful track, and today's date is Wednesday, March 11th. You're here with the boys. Uh, we're not saying, we're just saying. I'm Mr. Holla at your boy, Mr. JJ McLash, here on the ones and twos. You already know. It's the podcast poppy himself, Mr. Ian King. Kinger, how's my friend today? I'm just great, man. How are you? Good. Happy anniversary to yes, you, my friend. Yes, happy anniversary. I can't believe, I think we should Photoshop like two grooms in our next Instagram post and like crop our heads on it and <laughs> have like an anniversary. It's great. Uh, you guys are listening to the one year anniversary special of the We're Not Saying, We're Just Saying podcast. We can't believe it's been a year. Uh, thank you for your continued support over this past year. Before we get into what's uh, with today's show, I'd like to just give a little bit of direction as what you guys can anticipate for the next year, because we ain't going anywhere. Um, so w- over the past year, you've heard Kinger and I go off about all of our favorite and most important topics in sports, as well as some life topics as well. But in the next year, uh, we're looking to take the cast to the next level, and uh, we're very, very aggressively pro-booking some uh, some guests for the show, which I think is going to raise the excitement, as well as get us more interested, I think. And not that we're not interested at all, because we love doing this shit, but at the end of the day, uh, we want to make sure that you guys are enjoying it just as much as we are, and uh, the guests that we have potentially lined up for the next year is an absolute heater. Um, we got a couple lined up. We're excited to get them in. Uh, expect that within the next, uh, maybe not next couple episodes, but into the summertime when uh, some more availability is available for our guests, then we're going to bring them in and we're going to have a great show. So you might notice that every other episode might just be an interview uh, where we're talking to a, uh, a uh, professional athlete or somebody that's a little bit more famous than we are. Uh, and uh, I mean, that's a that's a tall order, Kinger. We're super oh, famous at this point. Jeez, like no kidding. 
So we look forward to getting those out to you. We look forward to talking to these uh, these individuals as well. So stay tuned for that. Thanks for your continued support and uh, continue listening to We're Not Saying, We're Just Saying. We're here to provide uh, not only entertainment for us, but entertainment for you guys. And, uh, well, thanks for the support. So now, on a positive note, we actually have to switch to a little bit of a negative note. Not really dealing with, you know, Kinger and I in person, but man, Kinger, is this coronavirus just taking over the world right now. It's pretty surreal what's going on in the sports world. I mean, you saw it early on in Europe on the soccer uh, mm-hmm. stadiums being played um, with no, no um, spectators or fans. But now, March Madness. March, so that's obviously the oh, big one for me. Yeah. Like, the biggest college basketball tourney of the year, with the biggest, mo- like, so much profit and so much revenue comes mm-hmm. from said tournament. TV deals, obviously the you no know, attendance and ticket everything revenue, there, ticket yeah. revenue. March Madness, that is a yearly event that everybody, if you're not even a basketball fan, you actually well, still give TV. a shit about this. Watch TV. It's, those first two rounds are just fantastic. You never know what's going to happen. Yeah. And then, uh, it's supposed to be media, coaches, team staff, and close family members are going to be the only people allowed in the and I bet you they're gonna have to walk through some like mist and like you oh, know get. That's crazy. No, definitely have to. It's pretty surreal what's going on right now. And that was just announced a couple hours ago. Mm-hmm. So great time for that news to drop uh, for the cast. If you haven't heard, now you know. So, but March Madness, uh, I you know what my team, one of my two college teams, is doing decently well this year, but I have no idea who's gonna win. Um, I have I have not been following college basketball. And honestly, like if you haven't really watched any college sports, and I understand that that's not for everybody, it's all about the this, the drunk student section. Marching it's band. all about the marching band. It's all about the school chants and the cheers and the war cries. Like I mean, there is no real home, home court advantage in March Madness. But at the end of the day, the fans always play a, a part in so, something going south or something going right, you know? So that's, man, I, I'm, so that's the start. But we're talking Champions League in Europe, which you've already mentioned is now playing, you know, so pretty much every soccer team in Europe is playing in front of no fans. Mm-hmm. Um, as I mentioned uh, off mic uh, today in the Champions League game with uh, uh, Paris Saint-Germain, uh, um, Neymar is doing his patented clap to the crowd. There's nobody there, but you know what? Hey, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And also, you, you know, done it to the, uh, TV not, not, you know, not me. He's obviously not superstitious, just a little stitious. A little bit, yeah. So yeah, so obviously he's doing that. Now that you know that that's kind of funny. Now the other thing, I I want to say it was no, not Liverpool. There was some crazy fan. Um, lifelong fan of an, a team in Italy, um, and what happened was, is they when he passed away, they actually made a statue of him in his seat mm-hmm. where he sat for his entire life. Oh, that was the only person in the stands in, during that game. And exactly. So, but they, could you imagine just like I, 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 I'm trying to picture an empty stadium with a full like I'm trying to picture Bell MTS Place or IG Wealth Field. Empty with a full game going on, and I just I can't even see it. No, it's unfathomable at this point. Like, I mean, that's that's nuts. So March Madness being the big one. Uh, now tonight's game between the Warriors and the who, who I want to say. Oh, sorry, it's not tonight. It's tomorrow. Okay. Uh, against uh, Golden State Warriors against Brooklyn Nets. Brooklyn Nets, who who just stole one on the road against LA, the Lakers last night. I was night. watching the game. I felt 
Really? 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 LeBron? Really? LeBron? So, uh, yeah, that game is going to be played in under uh, under 500 fans in attendance. No, it's closed buildings, right? Closed building. Yeah, closed building. Only media and, again, Jesus. And the NBA has already banned media personnel from entering locker rooms. Mm-hmm. Um, also... And there's a note here, NBA is training toward playing without fans in arenas. So yeah. it's not just going to be Golden State. It's going to... And that new beautiful arena, too, that they just moved into. My God. Crazy. Absolutely insane. Absolutely insane. Uh, with the coronavirus uh, trending continue, uh, the only, a couple other things are the NFL. So the NFL draft is about two months away at this point, maybe a little bit less. It's in May. It's in May. I think it's the first weekend of May. And right now the scouts, every team scout is grounded. They are not moving. They are not leaving. It's going to throw a wrench into their I mean, look for a couple busts in this draft, but also look for a couple steals of picks because they might, you know. Now, guaranteed, there's lots of film to watch and, you know, you can do. But when it comes to drafting and knowing the person, you want to be meeting that prospect in person. So, And that's what I mean. Like, what what does that mean for pro days? Like, are pro days just not going to be a thing this year? Well, if their scouts can't travel. Exactly. And, I mean, again, two. the player into your facility, can you do it there? Who knows? Shit. See, like. This is just blowing our minds, guys. Well, like, like I, I just, I can't believe it. So, um, th- there, there even there's talks of the NBA pushing back its entire schedule. That's what you're telling me, right, Cameron? Yeah, yeah they're, they're considering that, but it sounds from the, what I'm reading here, they're more than likely just gonna play with no fans. Which, from a logistics point, I mean, pushing back the schedule, it's kind of tough. But it's tough, especially at this point of the year. I mean, if it was you know, two weeks into the season, maybe you could. Yeah, we got less than less than 15 games left in the NHL, but 15 to 20 games left in the NBA before the playoffs are here. Man, could you imagine no seed playoffs? Like, I, I can't. That's why I would think that they would push back the playoffs. Maybe crazy. Play over the regular season, maybe a week or two break before it all until it dies down and get the playoffs underway a little late. No kidding. Yeah, it's again unprecedented. Yeah, and never, so I've never seen anything like this. As two seasons are wrapping up, spring training is taken off right now in the MLB, and Seattle's one of the main partners in trying to get their entire spring training moved out of Seattle. Spring training, uh, talking about regular season games at the end of March. Yeah, you're looking at uh, other options of where to play those games. So. And oh, man, that, that just from a revenue standpoint of oh, tickets and like the and the other thing is is. A team's goal, as much as it is to win a championship and make the, it's to make the playoffs because that playoff revenue, especially from ticket sales and everything, is huge. I remember when the Jets made the playoffs the first time and the city blew up. I mean, we got swept, but the city blew up for the the two games they were here. Exactly. So nothing like the first year. Nothing like the first year. Uh, sticking on, so sticking actually in Seattle. The XFL Seattle Dragons, you were mentioning to me. Look at you telling me XFL news. You, you duck. Excuses. He's following. I can. (laughs) Okay. Uh, They're also same. So Seattle's obviously just kind of on a a shutdown sort of thing right now. It's the whole state of Washington. Yeah. Oh, shit. They're the governor or whoever came out and said no crowds over 1,000. I think no crowds over 250. It was California that was no crowds over 100. The. I mean, I mean, California, that affects the San Jose Sharks. They haven't made a decision yet on what they're going to do. I mean, they're on the road for the next week and a half. So they've got some time to make a decision whether they play at a neutral site or play at their home arena with no fans. Um, the first one is going to be Columbus in Ohio. 
again, big fans, crowds over a thousand, I believe. Yeah, Ohio's put tomorrow, a tomorrow night they'll be playing the Pittsburgh Penguins in front of nobody. Oh yeah, and so Ohio has been the one kind of first to just put their foot down and be like, hey, like so all sporting events are pretty much closed. Um, well, I think Ohio has kind of followed suit with California. It's hundred thousand people, but how are you gonna limit all the people that bought tickets to only okay, only you can come in? Yeah, so it just makes sense just to close the whole thing. Exactly. I want you know. Do you think these pe- these people are getting their money back for these tickets? I heard they are. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's I heard our... it's like a season ticket credit or a full refund. I'm not sure. Probably just depends on, on each. I just hate to see uh, light money on anybody light money on fire, right? Like yeah. it's it, and especially if you bought it, you know, and you are a season ticket holder, and you know, because in the way I know it is, my mom and her husband have uh, jet season tickets that they split with three other couples. Mm-hmm. They have like their preseason ticket draft where they pick their games and stuff. That'd be tough if you, you know, were excited for one of those A-list games and well, you not only you're not getting your money back, but you ain't going. Yeah. So that's tough. Yeah. I guess at this point it's bigger than the four pros, I suppose. Uh yeah. I mean they this is it's taken over. I mean, I've never seen more empty toilet paper roll aisles in my life. See like what why toilet paper? Why? It's not to. It's not to do. Papers. You're not shitting for like you know every hour on the hour. Well, I guess. Well, it is what it is. Uh, if you're stocking up on uh, toilet paper, you're a jackass. By the way, um, like seriously, if you're buying a year's supply, you're an idiot. And uh, do crazy things in times of crisis. Well, like I get like being quarantined and being stuck to your house, but how? I don't know. Like well, I don't want to get into the whole fluid and body fluids thing, but I kind of get it to a point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I'm not saying. I'm just saying. That's, hey, yeah. that's patented. Yeah. Uh, TM. Ting. <laughs> uh, a year later, it's still just as good. So, no, because like I mean, I was in uh, like uh, our friend uh, Dennis sent me a uh, video when he was in Costco. And he was legit approaching because pe- he's that kind of guy. He's approaching people that have like eight packages of like ten toilet paper rolls in their yeah, cart, and he's like, "What? Are, like, why do you need this much? Like, he just simply asked. He wasn't he just hey, excuse me. Why do you need this much toilet paper?" And nobody talked to him because, well, I would expect it to go yeah. that way. But seriously, like hand sanitizer, soap, I get it. Um, just so you know, folks, wash your fucking hands all the time. Not when there's an epidemic of health. All right. You're nasty, all right? And don't know where those hands have been. Sheesh. I mean, seriously. No comment. No comment. I can't believe that, like, I, I mean, sport, you're right. Sports world aside, this is just, is next level. Again, I'm probably too young, but the SARS pandemic. It's like every two years, because, like, what was there? There was, like, swine Ebola. swine flu. Ebola was a lot swine flu. Um, like, all these things, and it's... But this one's the first one to hit North America this far, from what I can, what I can remember. Yeah, Anyways. like ninety-three confirmed cases in uh, in Canada yeah, so far. Thousand in the U.S. Yeah, and how I many? The death toll, I was gonna say I how many thousand in Asia? Oh, thousands. Thousands. Yeah. Nuts. How about we move on to sports? Oh wow, that's what this show's about. Uh, oh, yeah, I think so. Okay, well, I mean. It's, it's been a year, right? Like, that's what we're doing? Okay. Uh, bye-bye, Corona, um, both beer and virus. Uh, let's move on with uh, with some sports. Now, guys, right now is a interesting time in the sports world for a few reasons. One, our most popular uh, sport here, well, not here, I would say on the show, 
uh, football is at a very big standstill right now for a number of reasons. One, nobody can shut up about Tom Brady. I mean, what else is new? But free agency launches midnight a week from today on March 18th. And ain't nobody signing anything until Tim Tam Brady signs a deal. So today in uh, in the free agency news, Tampa Bay has emerged and been quoted as saying they will give Tom Brady the max contract as well as roster control. That's a first. Who? I mean, Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. Yeah. So, and you know what? Because my boy, uh, or, or should I say my hero, uh, Peyton Manning and Tim Tam are good friends. I honestly think Peyton was telling him, like, listen, when I left the Colts where I thought I would never, ever leave, um, I basically just said, here's what I want. Give it to me or don't. And that's kind of, and part of it was roster control. And uh, as an avid listener of the Pat McAfee show who played with Peyton, he confirmed on multiple occasions, if Peyton Manning wanted you there, you'd stay. And if he didn't, you were gone. Okay. Now, here's a th- like the crazy. If Tom Brady goes to the Bucks, a I don't care because it's the Bucks. But it's they the they have Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and what I will dis- if he's healthy, OJ Howard is a great tight end. They have a pretty stable running backs. And Bruce not but- Bruce Arians is a mastermind on offense. Mm-hmm. I think he would flourish. It's a complicated offense. Tom Brady is. Got a big football brain. I think he'd handle it all right. I think he'd throw less than 30 picks than Jameis. Uh, so, and I mean, Godwin and Evans, the two of them finished top, I want to say top three in receiving yards right. last year. Sounds right. I, was, I think the top five was all in the NFC South because it was Mike Thomas, Evans, Godwin, uh, Julio. The, Julio, and either DJ Moore or I think, yeah, DJ. Yards here? Yeah, just yards. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't see Evans. Mike no. Thomas, Julio Jones, Godwin, and Evans is 13. Okay. He was hurt for a bit, though. Yeah. Maybe it, was, maybe it was the combined of touchdowns and yards and catches and whatever. But, yeah, they are – No, it's – yeah. One of those generic ones that – or those complex ones that just come out of nowhere where it's like, if he eats a bowl of cereal, then he's going to have – it's like, okay, we get it, we get it. You're just reaching now. Don't get me started on that. We're moving on for that. Uh, so another quarterback that apparently now Tom Brady to the Bucks is not solidified. That is for sure. Do not quote me on that. Apparently what is confirmed is Phillip Rivers to the my Colts. And I'm just so – I said it last episode. I'll say it again. I can't hate it until it's happened and until I see him play. It's not my favorite move. I'd like Jacoby to have the year. But what I found out is – is Frank is Frank Reich has history with Philip Rivers, successful history as his OC, and there's the connection there. And I'm like, oh no, 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 no! Come on, Frank, you gotta trust. You gotta trust Jacoby. But I think he's watching. Me too. I mean, come week twelve last year, it looked like he's throwing a medicine ball. So yeah. that's why him and that ugly throwing motion can definitely stay away. But hey, if he goes there, I'm gonna be obligated to cheer for him until he jump all over him when they fail. Exactly. Besides, uh, I mean, I just there's so many free agents that won't make a decision until Tom Brady does, and every it's like every day I hear a new theory, and like now the latest new one is he's going to be traded for Jimmy G to the 49ers, 
And it's like, are you for real? Like, that's the thing is like, well, people are saying, well, you're going to pass up on the greatest of all time for two years. He's 42 years old. Yeah. He's going to, what do you, you're, you're thinking you're going to win two Super Bowls. And they're like, well, would Tom Brady have missed that throw to Emmanuel Sanders in the Super Bowl? Possibly. Probably not, but possibly. Also, it's a new season. All right. The reason that you guys got Nick Bosa in the draft is because Jimmy G went down. He zigged when he should have zagged. And hamstring, blown. Was it? Wait, ACL? I think, yeah. So I don't, I, I think they'd be dumb to give up on Jimmy G at this point. It's because they're just looking for anything. But I mean, 49ers are Tom Brady's hometown team. You know, the TB12, TB12 treatment would go well in LA or California, I should say. He also started a media production company this past week, 199 Productions. Obviously, that could be more f- like flourished and successful in California. I just don't see him going there. Like, why would you trade Jimmy G for a two-year thing? It but it's like, but what if you win two Super Bowls? Oh, but what if you don't? Like, they, and that's you can go back and forth with this all day. All I know is Patriots fans want to see Tom back, um, and everybody else wants to see him leave. I agree. I just I'm I'm very 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 much ready to find out if BB or Tom Brady takes credit for success. I credit Bill Belichick. I think he's the greatest coach of all time at this point. You gotta give TB a little bit of credit. Mm, I don't have to, but I will because you still gotta play. Um, But I'll we'll see how he is at the age of 42. Who is trying to play till what he's like 45, 40? Like he's looking. I mean. LeBron's looking good at 36. Tommy's looking good at 42. Who knows how long they play for? But one thing's for sure is nobody's signing until Tom does. Agreed. So, uh, and with that, uh, as of tomorrow at midnight, the NFLPA must vote on the new proposed CBA, a 450-page document in basically signing up for the next 10 years of the CBA. So it wouldn't be for this season. It would start the season after. Okay. Kinger, what have you heard about CBA progressions and talks? Uh, we mentioned off-air. Um, sounds like a player you're going to sign because the uh, bottom, what, 70% of the league or the players would benefit from this new CBA because um, it's extra 100 grand per yeah. player, what have you. Mm-hmm. And if you don't sign it, uh, well, again, it wouldn't be this season. Oh, it'd be the season, it'd be after. The season after. Do they not have a, a chance to renegotiate? Oh, they do. For, they for sure do. Yeah. Yep. So, and yeah, for those uh, that aren't familiar with the uh, terminology, so if there is a lockout, that is when the owners lock out the players from coming into the facilities. What's looking like is if they don't sign it, it won't be a lockout. It'll be a strike, which is where the players don't show up. They would lose too much. Exactly, which is why, like, always the owners just look in the best light and look like they're coming out on top. So they're trying to show, like, hey, so we tried to add this and we tried to add this and we tried to add this, and the guys and the NFL players still voted no. Like, and, like, we see it and we say, wow, those are great points. Why wouldn't they sign it? Well, what they don't say is the other 430-somewhat pages that has a bunch of bullshit in it that actually does not work well for the players – but when you talk about the bottom half of the league, or the bottom 70% of the league and the top earners, 
this this CBA, which I have not read, obviously, I don't know the document, but it, oh, but a, a lot of a lot of players have said it favors the bottom seventy percent of the league, which means that more money is going to every player. But you know, to Russell Wilson or to Aaron Rodgers, hundred k is what they've probably got in their jeans. Mm-hmm. Um, to those bubble roster players, up in their exactly those bubble roster players, those special teams guys. Well, the PA represents the whole league. That exactly, players, right? and so when every player gets to vote, I just imagine that the bottom half is going to be like, "Oh, yo, so you're guaranteeing me no questions asked, an extra hundred to two hundred k a year?" Yep. Let me get this to my lawyer. Okay. Yep. Let me get this to my lawyer, and uh, my people will be in touch with your people. So, because uh, I mean, here's what I got to say to that: is if you don't think a hundred k is a lot of money, write me a check. All right. <laughs> Write me a check. I could use that. Uh, King and I will split it 50-50, and we'll give you a shout-out on the podcast. All right? Uh, yeah, so I think they're signing. Um, we're going to not find out until Thursday morning. I, I'm sure I'll wake up to the notification uh, in the, you know, on Thursday morning saying what happened. That's a lot of votes to count, though. Yeah. So. It's probably all electronic these days. Mm. Yeah, but tampering, you know. You know, presidential elections, NFL CBA vote. Mm. Uh, now, one guy that's uh, destined to get paid no matter what, they're saying that your boy Byron Jones is going to become the highest paid corner in NFL history. I love the guy, but that's asinine to me. Great player. Highest paid corner ever? Ever. N- no, no. What do you think about uh, Dak saying no to $105 million guaranteed on, on a three-year contract? That one surprised me. 33 a year and you say no? What? It's worth more, I guess. And again, we only get what the news presents and you know that the Cow- you know Jerry Jones and the Cowboys were the ones to leak that being like here's what we here's what we offer Dak, okay? Yes, he if, if he, even if he doesn't sign or does sign that, I still don't think he has room for Cooper. And who said he wants to be a Cowboy for life? Yeah, I heard the Broncos are uh, pursuing him pretty hard. Really? Just made a nice trade for uh, AJ Boye from the Jags. Yep. Steal of a trade, fourth fourth round pick, fifth yes, round yes. pick, I think, just straight up. Wow. Yeah. Jags. Jacksonville trying to shed some salary or what? Hopefully, fuck you, Jacksonville. <laughs> Enjoy Gardner Minshew and paying Nick Foles, even though he's not going to play. <laughs> what do you have against the Jags? They haven't been anything. Well, no, they're just in the AFC South. That's it. Okay, I don't hate the Bucks. I would say out of the three teams in the AFC, or the four teams in the AFC South, obviously Colts, number one. My dad likes the Texans, so I'd probably put him at two. Uh, Titans, three. Jags, four. The only reason I like the Jags, or the only reason I hate them so much, is because when I was picking my team, I probably should have picked them, being that my initials are JJ. Um, and I was like, well, that, no. but hey, it is what it is. They're probably also going to be moving because Jacksonville just can't house this franchise for much longer. No. Shot Khan's, lo- Khan's losing money, like the team's owner. Like, he, they're, what, what, I don't and, know where they would move to, though. Well, that's where they're saying it's probably London. That doesn't seem logical. Well, they're playing four home games in London well, this year. That. Like, that's like to a, have a team actually stationed there, practice there all week, and then fly across the pond every Second week, let's say. Like, no. Nope. It doesn't make any sense. Nope. I mean, I don't know what team or what city in the NFL needs a team. You could argue St. Louis, but they already lost the team. Man, but that side note, they are selling out every week for the XFL. Less money. Less money. Yeah, but they're selling out the like they're selling out the arena. 
St. Louis is craving football. I mean, it's it's a big city, yeah. kind of, I guess. It but is. It is. Like, I just feel like. I think I guess they're the most logical for the most part. I can't think of another major city that doesn't have a team. Memphis. No, Tennessee, Nashville, Tennessee. Like that's the thing. Austin, Texas, another team in Texas. Nope, can't do it. Can't compete with Texas Longhorns. Mm-mm. And SMU is coming back up again too. Well, they're they're in Dallas though. Yeah, or, uh, yeah, no, they're Fort, in Dallas. Fort Worth. Nope, Dallas. I'm pretty sure it's Fort Worth. But they it's, 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 it's the same. They're like, they're like the same. Yeah, I was going to say, it's, a, it's, the, it's the same. So. Yeah, I mean, I can't think of another American city that it's either, has a team right now. I mean, give, as much as I don't want to say it, give Toronto a shot. Um, I know that they're trying to you know get a, me- a team in Mexico. So um, that would make more sense to me than, than uh, London. Definitely. And I mean... I've never like I mean I've obviously been to Mexico, I've never been to like a Mexico sporting City? yeah I've never been to a sporting event in said in said country, mm-hmm. but I soccer does okay. Exa- I was gonna say soccer does all right for itself, so I wouldn't I could imagine that it'd be all right. Yeah, I don't know. Here we are. Um, any so again, and we talk about our a little bit of a lull period here. At least next episode, we're going to be able to recap the NFL free agency. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing going on in the CFL. Nothing. Uh, XFL Darren is a f- which is nuts. And speaking of which, XFL half the season's yeah. over already. Nobody's missed a game check. Nobody's missed a payment. They're not bankrupt yet. That's good. That's a good start. Uh, unfortunate that maybe they can't make home games now, but. Uh, Yeah, and I mean, I gotta say, it's been, like, I, again, have not been watching. I've just been following their social media, mm-hmm. and they're crushing it. So, kudos to them. Haven't watched more than five minutes. That's right. But you watch that five minutes because this guy right here. There was a commercial and something else I was watching. Mm-hmm. Okay. Excuses. Mm-hmm. I got you. That's fair. You do what you want. I, I do, and I will. Uh, so, that's it for uh, football today. Um, transitioning into some golf because we've got a very, very big tournament happening this weekend. It's uh, sort of Players Cup or Players, players championship? championship? Yeah, Players it's Championship. massive tournament. It's, it's the biggest tournament of a non-major of the year. Excellent. Considered the fifth major quotations. Quotations, air quotes. Um, it's the strongest field because it's top 50 in the world and top 125 in the FedEx Cup list from last season. And five Canadians. Five Canadians. Um... They are Corey Connors, uh, won last year. Uh, Nick Taylor, he won this season on Pebble Beach. Adam Hadman, top ranked Canadian in the world. Uh, we got Roger Sloan, very unknown name, but he's been on tour for the last two seasons, I think. Dark horse, not probably not going to make the cut. Mm-hmm. I hope he does. But. And Matt Hughes, who had a great finish uh, two weeks ago at uh, Palm Beach Gardens at the Honda Classic, he was a solo second. Tied for the lead on 17, I think. Hmm. And then, and then and the, or the eventual winner made a, made a birdie on 17 to take the lead. So yeah, that's a 10. It's the most Canadians ever to be in this tournament, five, five in total. And where is it being taken place? TPC Sawgrass, which is just outside of Jackson. Cool. As we speak of exactly. Jack's Beat, here we are. Yeah, exactly. Nice segue. Not very nice segue. We definitely thought of that, for sure. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. But, uh, I mean, Hadlin's the... One guy that has a chance, I would say, to make some noise. Connors, yeah, but he hasn't been playing that well. He missed the last two cuts, I think. Kids being born. The worst. Well, that was Hadwin. Hadwin hasn't played. Oh. 
My bad, Corey. Yeah, my bad, Adam. Yeah, Connor, Connor just hasn't uh, hasn't been playing well. Hasn't just played in like three weeks. But um, I mean, Havlin's fifty fifth in the world right now. He's a top ranked Canadian, like I mentioned. So he'd be one guy to watch out for. Non Canadians. I mean, you got your Rory McIlroy, John Rahm, Preston Thomas, Tommy Fleetwood, Bryson DeChambeau. So the biggest he, name that's not there is Tiger. He's got some bad back issues right now. Of course he does. Yeah. So if you're. Uh, Planning on posting up on the couch this weekend watching some golf. You got some big names going to be entering your oh, TV screen. Big names there except for Tiger. El Tigre. Mm-hmm. Or Eldrick, right? Oh, that's yeah. A, yeah, yeah. Classic, classic. Um, that's really it for golf, right? Yeah, Ma- man, years. on that note, I'm so fucking pumped for golf oh, season. I'm starting to see some grass over Man, there. it's open. starting to get, you know, not and when I say nice, air quotes, you know, minus five, minus nine. I was like, I could golf in this. I think the cars are two, two above zero on the way over here, so. Yeah, so I, sunny, I haven't told you. Are immense. For my uh For my birthday, I'm getting new irons. Um, I think you mentioned that. Yeah, so uh, getting them uh, sized and gripped and. Nice. I just, I, I haven't bought them, like, I haven't bought them yet. Uh, mind you, my birthday's in like two months, but. Um, I haven't yet because I just know if I get my hands on them, it's not <laughs> like I'm, I'm going to go to the golf dome every day. So Why not? Ah, it's it's tough. It's an expensive hobby. Get an, get an early start. Yeah, I've actually, I'll I'll send it to you. I've actually pre not booked, but I've pre planned my entire golf season on where I'm going to go to courses. Oh yeah. Yeah. You didn't consult with me on that one. Well, that's because I know where. So, well, I mean, okay. What do you mean by consult? Like you didn't ask for any pointers what courses to play. That's because I do the homework myself, my uh-huh. friend. Uh-huh. Besides, the Pretty reason important. I the reason Pretty I important. do it is I'm trying to send invites out, being like, hey, August so and so, Bell Acres, holla at me. No, oh, that's because I haven't sent them out, Kinger. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Kinger's offended everybody. I've made him mad on our anniversary. Okay, I'm a terrible hu- podcast husband. Sheesh. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, well, I can't, I can't believe I'm even saying this, but, uh, in the, uh, tail end of our, uh, podcast show here, um, as we, as the show wraps up, the seasons of the NHL and the NBA are also wrapping up, um, about 12, about 10 to 12 games left in the NHL season. Um, you know, of course they get, unless they get pushed back, uh, NBA anywhere from about 15 to 20 games remaining. Who is clinched in the NHL so far? Has anybody clinched? Mm-hmm. Uh, in that division, it's looking like it's going to be Tampa, Toronto um, in the first round. And Florida is right on, their, on uh, Toronto's tails. They're only three points back. they got a game hand, too. Um, and Metro, Washington, is only one point up on Philly. I, figured I, I don't think I had Philly in the playoffs at the start of the year. I don't think either of us they did. Just last night, Boston beat them, snapped a nine-game win streak. Oh, shit. Pretty impressive. Nine? Yeah. Damn, bro. Um, again, they're second place. Pittsburgh's right behind them. In the wild card, you got Hurricanes, Columbus there right now. Uh, the Islanders are there. The Rangers, the Rangers. Where did that come from? Nah. Actually, no, it's been it's been the fans. <laughs> Capitals had four goals. Who's the guy that had? Didn't he have like a four goal game? Is about. It was a, it was a vintage, yeah. five goal game. Jesus. Yeah. First uh, since Patrick Liney to do that. Oh, Saint Patty's Hattie. Saint Patty's Hattie. Coming up on Saint Patty's Hattie next was, week. Yeah. So, because they had uh, Jets-themed jerseys. Yes, they played on St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, so, so it was uh, um, St. Patrick on Line's jersey, like his last name, mm-hmm. and Connor's was O'Connor. Nice. Yeah, nice. makes sense. Well, 
Very well done. Uh, then out west, um, in sort of the central, you've got the Blues. They're only two points up in Colorado right now, so that's going to be a, a dogfight. That's a, it, but McKinnon out um, one to two one weeks. To two weeks. Hoping, excuse me. Um, could be longer. From it's that week to week, and you never really know. Then you got Dallas in third, who well, they've lost six in a row. Love it. Dallas Stars. Love to see Believe it. Believe it or not, the Jets are only, it's a nice bone to accept for no particular reason, <laughs> only four points back of the Dallas Stars for third place right now. With how many games remaining? Uh, the Jets have 12, the Stars have 13. Um, again, they're tied for the both wildcard spots with the Canucks and Nashville. All, have, all three have 78 points. Nashville and Vancouver have one game in hand. So if season ended today, we're not in? Technically, yes, but again, the game's in hand. Right? Yep. So let's say, just for sake of argument, let's say Vancouver and Nashville both lose the that game in hand. Mm-hmm. Jets are in based off of, off of uh, regulation wins. Mm. So that's it. But big game tonight against the Euros and Oilers. Uh, need that W. I mean, Oilers can uh, pass up a W here. Uh, they've they've got they've got a few. They've so got a few points in the bank. And yeah. they, they're four up on Calgary, but they I think they would want to catch Vegas. They're three points back. So. Man, I, I I gotta say, from the minimal hockey I've watched this year, it's all been Jets and Oilers, and God, I just can't stop watching Leon Draisaitl. Like fuck, yeah, I he's, love. A, he's a lot of fun. Man, is that jeez? Oh, so you look at those playoffs. So, like, honestly, I would rather finish in the first wild card than third place in the central. Because what? Because you'd have to play. Let's be, say we finish third. We got to play either Colorado or St. Louis in the first round, as opposed to Vegas or Edmonton if you finish in the first wild card. And then you have to get, then you go through the Pacific until the conference finals. Calgary, Vancouver, those are much easier teams than who are going to meet in the second round. Where, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, yeah, it should be nice to get that, a little bit of a cushion in the playoff run there, but you got to get that first wild card, in my opinion. Yeah. Now, I mean, it wasn't for the Canucks, but I did just see that uh, Roberto Luongo got his jersey retired by the Panthers this yeah. past week. Oh, it was last week. Was it last week? Yeah. See, that's the problem when we do the two-week podcast things is I can't remember if it was last week or this week. Oh, but well, well, recently. Recently. Love it. Okay. I might use that terminology from now on. There recently. Right. I did not know... That he had a 72 save game. I can't remember when, but that sounds correct. It was with the Canucks, and I'm pretty sure it was a playoff game. Could be. 72 saves? It was probably like an extended overtime. I bet that had to been like two or three overtimes. Yeah, it could have been a, one of those games in the Open series against the Blackhawks. Actually, I think it was against yeah, the Blackhawks. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, gee. I think they went to double overtime a few times. Jesus Christ. Yeah. 72. Like, How many goals did he let? I think it was one or two. Wow. Like, it, man, like, what a, jeez. But knowing Vancouver, they probably still lost that game. Probably. Love it. <laughs> uh, so, now, nothing has really been solidified. Like we said, nobody's clinched in the no, NHL. I mean, you could pencil in Boston. I would, yeah, I would, I would feel confident in, yeah. in that one. And you could pencil in Washington. And not pencil. I, would, I would say, not pencil, write it in. Like, both teams are all making playoffs. <laughs> write it. Quote Kinger. Bucket. There are a few teams that have been eliminated. I mean, the Red Wings are having a historically bad season. Yeah, they had a... only team that's been eliminated, actually. <laughs> Mathematically. I mean, Which is... Man, I witnessed domination of the Detroit Red Wings for 20 years. Like, they can use yeah, uh, they, some downtime. Yeah, definitely. You can't just find all these sixth-round steals every year. I think it was like, 23 or 22 straight years of making the playoffs. Yeah, that's just nuts. 
My best memory of that is when the Ducks were the eighth seed, the Mighty Ducks. Not the Ducks, the Mighty Ducks. And they swept. No Mighty Ducks because Paul Correa was still playing. Oh, you're right. And they swept the year they went to the Cup with J.S. Giguere. They swept the Red Wings in the first round. And I was like, are you kidding me? Let's go. I think I hopped on that bag. Yeah, I'll never forgive Scott Stevens for that Stanley Cup final. So fuck that guy. Man, is he even having dreams anymore? Like, fuck. That was growing up. That was my guy. Like, yeah, I was, was no. Like, I'm if I could, and to this day, as my life continues, I will eventually buy a Mighty Ducks throwback Paul Korea captain jersey. Why not? Like the white one? Are you? Oh God, yeah. Those are, those are good threads. Oh fuck yeah. The nice color pattern, everything. Mm-hmm. Quack 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 all day, baby. So now nobody has conf- uh, clinched yet in the NHL. But three teams in the NBA, might be four, have already clinched uh, three or uh, two in the East or three, three in the East. east. Yep. So I was three in the Toronto East. Toronto and Boston, and out west just the just the Lakers. Uh, I mean, I imagine you can probably ink in the Clippers at that one too. And, uh, right, and the Nuggets. Yeah, and the Nuggets as well. I mean, you could ink in the whole half of the Western Conference right there. I mean, you got Clippers at forty-four wins, Nuggets at forty-three, Jazz at forty-one, Thunder at forty. Houston at 40, your Mavericks at 39. The only team that isn't guaranteed at this point is the Memphis Grizzlies, but the Grizzlies, sorry, they have a three-and-a-half game lead on the Trailblazers. Pelicans are so heat. Basically, they're just jockeying for position right now. They say all the teams are pretty much locked up. Yeah. Well, and Same I mean, too, 15 really- to 20 games, basically the only thing that I see is a big injury happens to one of those bottom-tier teams, and one of those bubble teams gets hot. There's only one bubble team. It's just Memphis and Portland. Uh, and no, the Pelicans. Right? The thing is, is the Pelicans are behind, but they've been on. They've been streaking recently. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're make up three and a half games over Memphis. So yeah, if somebody in Memphis goes down. Basically, if John Morant goes down, yeah. uh, then it's over. Again, as I said, they're just jockeying for position now. Who's playing who? Everybody wants the Pelicans to be the eighth seed so they can see Zion LeBron for the first time. And AD going back in the first, like, there's a lot of good, uh... Upset, upset. Please, I'd be all time, please. That'd be the greatest thing. God, please. And Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram getting, Josh Hart getting that revenge on the... Speaking of Josh Hart, uh, so he got absolutely posterized by, I want to say LeBron. Uh, Josh Hart, who does he play for? Uh, Pelicans, because he was on the Lakers and they traded him to the Pelicans in that huge deal. No, it, so that was last night where Jamal got called for an offensive charge when he absolutely destroyed this guy. But they called that a charge? No bucket. I, I saw the highlights. I oh, yeah, it. no bucket. What? I was Wasn't he in the appalled, appalled, wow, racist bad. against Canadian basketball players. That's too bad. He hammered that bitch down. So, no, so Josh Hart got absolutely just dunked on. I want to say it's by LeBron. And, like, LeBron's, like, dick is in his face, and he's, like, backing up like this. And so Rihanna, Rihanna tweeted, like, can someone check on Josh Hart? The next game, he pulls up in a black sweater with the tweet on the sweater. And that's all he wore. I was like, yo, that's fair. If Rihanna's talking about you, put that shit on a tweet. Put that tweet on a shirt. Wear it. Yeah. I would. Let me tell you, first famous person that shouts us out as a podcast, going on a t-shirt for the two of us. I will pay for both said t-shirts because those will be game changers. Please be Rihanna. Please. Sometimes I don't see that happening. But hey, you know. I can dream. I can dream. So 
Uh, wow, Kinger, uh, happy anniversary. I think that just about wraps us up for uh, episode 21 of the cast. Yeah, I've really got nothing else I can think of right now at this moment. Imagine the majority of our conversation being about a virus. Yeah, I didn't see that coming. No, did not see that coming. Yeah, you should have with what's going on in the world. Because every single news that you, you see is... That's all I see. Yeah, so if you have coronavirus or swine flu or Ebola or uh, what was the other thing? Man, they, they've had a pandemic like every two years or something like that. Like it's been, it's been something. I was out for dinner with my parents and my cousin was in from out of town last night. Like we're out of an Italian restaurant. No, I'm not, a, I'm not a wine drinker. I was just having wine. I'll have a Corona with a lime, please. My mom thinks she's hilarious. Ian, you're going to get the virus. Knee slapping. Really livid. Yeah. Really? But apparently people are thinking this. Yeah, no, no. I also I mentioned this either last episode or the one before it, where Corona actually had to send out a tweet being like, yeah. "Disclaimer: You do not contract said virus from our beer. Yeah. Our no, beer." Good, do it. Wow. Um, or actually, there was a, It's not a. It was a meme, but it wasn't a meme. Um, Appelt's Jewelry um, had display of their. Uh, you know, di- like top tier diamond engagement ring, and so they just switched the price tag and said, three thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars for this roll of toilet paper comes with diamond ring. <laughs> I was like, that's that's some good shit. I, I'm down for that. Good, good for you. Uh, what's it, Jeff Alpel? Is that I hear? Yeah, I was gonna say I hear. So uh, as much as I commend him, fuck you for that billboard in front of the U of W where it's this big giant ring and all it says on a kinger. Your girlfriend wants this. Fuck you, bro. Yeah, nobody needs to see that. Nobody needs to. You're that's mean, Jeff. Come on, come on, Jeff. Uh, that's I see. Like I, I gotta give Abby credit. She does not do that. But when she saw it the first time, she's like, "That is great marketing." I was like, "No, it's not." And that is exactly why it is. Want to see the world burn. Yeah. Thanks, Jeff. Getting us into a fight on the way home. Appreciate it, bro. Uh, what we also appreciate is you giving us a follow here on your uh, listening app, whether it be Apple Music, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or whatever app you use. Um, also, make sure to follow us on Instagram at wnswjs.podcast. Uh, today's date, as I mentioned, is Wednesday, March 11th. Uh, next episode will be a NFL free agency recap, a potential mock draft uh, for the NFL from Kinger and I, uh, playoff. Uh, well, I mean, no, I was talking the NFL draft, oh. but we're definitely filling out brackets yeah, because, brackets. and if you may or may not remember, if you've been listening since day one, our first episode, maybe our second, was our bracket that we, uh, well, I mean, yeah, yeah, we did. Uh, actually, didn't you do better than me last year? I don't think so, because I think I lost my champion in the first round. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, you, no, 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 that was two years ago, wasn't it? When Virginia, when you picked Virginia, the first one seed to lose? Yes, yes, that was two years yeah, so, yeah, do you know who did the best out of the two of us last year? Abby. Mm-hmm. Fuck. I, I Fuck, she crushed that. I'm gonna, I'm doing that shit again. I want to see what you do. Let's <laughs> let's see if you can do that again. Follow it up. Exactly. So, yeah, next episode, uh, two weeks from time, you know how it is. Uh, for my friend, Mr. Podcast Poppy, I am Mr. Holla at your boy. Thanks for joining us, as always, and we hope you have a fantastic rest of your week. <laughs>